what you do for the holiday? Um, a little bit of workout, a little bit of food, a little bit of getting outside. We outside. Um, went to dinner Friday night at this dope ass spot in Beverly Hills called the Dolce Vita. Sitting next to Kelsey Grammer. What up to my guy Frazier? It still blows my mind he produced girlfriends. Right. That that's actually that was the best transition out of that. Like, I mean, think about it. How the hell does an old white man produce a show about young black women? Maybe he's got the vision. Hell, he ain't got a damn vision. He got great writers. <laughs> Let's start the damn show. What up, what up, what up? Jason Spells in New York City. Brandon Adler coming to us from the Pacific Palisades this week. How you living, bro? I'm living great, man. It's a blessing to get four days off like that. It, it's felt like it's been about a year since I've had that much time. How about you? Uh, I, I chilled all four days. I uh, Normally, you know, I hate staying in the city any amount of time. Like, if I get three days off, I got to go somewhere. Like, I, I have that need to be somewhere else. And it's not a New York thing. I had that in Dallas. I had it. God knows I had it in Indianapolis. I got to get out. Like, I just feel like I got to. Not this time. This time I was perfectly fine sitting at home. I just chilled out four days, did nothing. Love Put that. Some for stuff you. on the grill. That was about it. Love that for you. Would you grill out? Oh, uh, hamburgers, and hot dogs. You know, camp is simple. Okay, I did a little uh, burger, wings, hot dog yesterday. Kept it real American. Yeah, I, ain't that the name of old girl's clothing line? No, Good American, Chloe Kardashian. That's the name of her clothing line. Um, this episode, we could talk oh, about... I, yo, the funny thing is, I didn't even know what you were talking about, but when I heard hot dogs, wings, and hamburger, I still thought you were talking about Khloe Kardashian. <laughs> you said hot dogs, wings, and hamburger. The exact know, words saying, out of your mouth, you were about yourself with Khloe Kardashian. When you said, isn't that old girl the first person that came to mind? <laughs> Sorry, Khloe. <laughs> I mean, look, man, I, I, I ain't shooting no jokes. Uh, I mean, it is what it is. Hey, look, man, I, I'm on social media right now. And it's just wild. Speaking of things that happened this weekend, apparently Twitter died this weekend. Did you know that? Did you see the obituary? I did not. So, uh, so over the weekend, and so look, we could talk about basketball, but y'all see all the shit that we, that we would have told y'all. We've kind of given you our thoughts on, look, you see the money of everyone getting a check right now. Wish you would have practiced a bit harder. We all have the same joke. If I would have known people was getting two hundred million, I would have been a better athlete in high school. So we're not this, talking about this, that. Go ahead. I was going to say, has this been the softest free like free agency summer though, like of the last decade? Like th- this isn't all the stuff was done in the first five minutes. And, and there's nobody. Really James good. Harden and Dane, you know. Yeah. Which, I mean, Greg James Williams got paid. Yeah, well, so we'll talk about that when the time comes, but ain't no point of yeah. talking about it now. Yeah. So this is the, pretty much the culture episode, just kind of updating you on things going on in culture right now. And so social media went down over the weekend. Elon Musk bought Twitter, has proceeded to turn it into a dumpster fire. Dumped in sewage, lit on fire again, and then put into an ocean's gate submarine and taken to the bottom of the ocean to implode. And so... They instituted, in addition to the whole, you got to pay to be verified, they instituted a rate limit. So you can only look at 600 posts per day. 
And so most people think, wow, 600 posts. But if you think about how much you scroll for those who are on it often, you hit the limit pretty quickly. So when that happened, people said, I'm done with this. Um, Facebook slash Meta slash Instagram dropped their version of Twitter called Threads today. Everybody's flocking to it. Mm -hmm. Two black uh, executives, or they were part of like the Twitter team who were let go when Musk came into power as owner. They have launched their own social media platform called Spill, just for the black Twitter. Basically, black Twitter will migrate to Spill and spill the tea over there. And so that's all went down literally in the last five hours. And we're taping this on June the 5th, 9.40 Eastern, 6.40 Pacific. Hell of a day, right? Hell of a day. Um, I Honestly, you can say I don't really care about any of it. Looked at threads already. It literally is just Twitter. Um, the nice part is you can just like scrub your Instagram profile and followers and stuff right over. So it's a pretty seamless transition, but it's like, Man, I don't know about you. This isn't a new take or anything, but Twitter hasn't been Twitter for close to what feels like a decade at this point. Ever since the 2016 election, especially, I feel like that was a hard line where Twitter really changed into something completely different. I don't really care about anybody's takes on things anymore. Like, if I'm on Twitter, I have a list for, like, music news, regular news, sports news, um, fat kid deal sales, stuff like that. But, like, I, you know average person that i met one time in my life or whatever like i don't care what your take is on x y and z i think twitter in general the medium is just kind of at a point where it's gonna die in general i don't think any of these are really gonna take off i'm just over social media right like you could say this is i guess technically uh we're old or middle-aged now um it's just like what's the point okay so someone says one funny thing someone else screenshots it shares it as if it's their own. Um, one, let's say Shams puts out a tweet or Woj involving sports. Well, then 700 different aggregate sites that I follow repost the same thing. So I'm kind of like, yeah, do I need all of this in my life on a daily basis? And the answer is no. I We had this conversation back in 2020 in the height of the pandemic. That was the beauty of the pandemic for me was social media became irrelevant. There was no need to check it. Mm. Nobody was doing anything. Nobody had news to report. So you find yourself, wow, I got all this time to read books. Man, I feel smart. Shit, I feel smart. I learned something today. Not what I learned on uh, social media. But then yeah, we get back into our like, and I know I cut you off, I apologize, but then we get no, back into our here. daily lives in which it now comes back to us paying attention to the bullshit that is bullshit, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. And and full agreement with everything you said. That was the beauty of that was instead of sharing thoughts and marketing ourselves, we were sharing how to videos and teaching each other new talents and catching up on things that we've been wanting to do forever. But unfortunately, we live in a time where, you know, you and I both know this, like if we're not marketing ourselves and I'm going to pat you and I both on the back, we're not like obnoxious with it. We're, there's so many people on there who use social media as an opportunity to promote every little thing that they've ever done in their life every second like there's no method or madness to it it's just let me throw everything against the wall and hope that it attracts somebody and it works for them sometimes but no matter how much we disapprove of social media because of the arenas that we're in we're always going to have to engage in some format mm -hmm. and i i wish it wasn't that way i wish the resume just spoke for itself 
I wish that people that were recruiting did a little bit more than jumped on Instagram and looked at five people and decided this seems like a good brand alignment or whatever, but facts are facts. And I, I look forward to the day where social media just really isn't a thing. Like I, if there's ever been a time where I'm totally fine with the government overreaching the extent of its power, it's been with this TikTok ban. Do it with all of them. Just do it. I, I, I wish they would follow through with it because I genuinely see no benefit to humanity that it provides. Look, we can get our news in so many different places now, right? Why do I have to get it here when I can't even really trust it? And then it just takes away mental energies and it takes away the presence of a human being. Get on the elevator. Just a human experiment. Get on the elevator and don't grab your phone and see how many people around you do grab theirs. That's the world we live in mostly because of this. And it's like, I, I've yet to meet a single person that if we could go back to 2009, 10, and 11, knowing what we know now, we would have never pushed to join these outlets and it's getting worse i look at the younger generation they have no timetable and i'm not talking about gen z i appreciate y'all for riding with your boys i'm talking about teens tweens kids their brains are wired totally differently because of this stuff and i don't know where it goes zero clue uh so that's kind of uh, news is breaking social media wise what's up uh, Give me, give me 30 seconds for my, my Zimbabwe aliens platform. I, I don't know if I've ever had this conversation with you, but this is like my no, one you told favorite it to me. I thought you was crazy, but go ahead and speak on it. it. It's my one favorite conspiracy theory that there is documentation that a collection of students in Zimbabwe in the 1990s, I can't remember what year it was, 92, 3, whatever. But apparently a UFO visited them, aliens spoke to them. And that all 30 students had recounted the same story, were communicated the same things. And essentially the the net net of it was that technology is going to is going to be the thing that kills our civilization. Mind you, this is in the early 90s. This is before anybody had dial up Internet, before we had social media, whatever. I just I find it so interesting. And I'm I don't know how I feel about this whole UFO aliens, like a lot more is coming out day and day, especially with these whistleblowers. But. Oh, man, I think we're going to look back at this at some point and there's going to be something more to all this that we didn't pay attention to. And it's going to be so obvious once we finally see it. And I'm not necessarily saying it's aliens, whatever, but there's just something there. I, I just feel it. The truth is out there. Do, 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 do. Look, bro, <laughs> man, I don't believe. First of all, OK, aliens got this information. They want to let the greater humanity know. Why would you go to some obscure place in Zimbabwe? I'm not even saying you got to come to Times Square in New York City. You can show up in Chicago, Indianapolis, Indiana, Austin, Texas. You show up at a TV station, be like, yo, I'm Bibble. And yes, I stole Bibble from Chappelle's show. Yo, I'm Bibble. I see y'all broadcasting. I just want to let y'all know, don't trust Elon Musk or Mark Zuckerberg. See y'all in 30 years. Bye. Bibble didn't do that, <laughs> did he? Did he? So maybe, maybe they just didn't know what Elon Musk was at that point. So they couldn't communicate it. Who knows? I mean, he Elon probably wanted them. Just be honest. <laughs> but I don't believe in aliens whatsoever. If y'all gonna show up, show up and show out. But don't be prancing around in the middle of nowhere, middle of night. You got something to say, speak on it, pull up. Uh, not just aliens. I say that to people in the street. Anybody who's still talking out of their mouth towards me. You got something to say, pull up and show it in the daylight. I want you I to keep that. that same energy when they get here, Jason. So I will. I'm right to you. I will be like, that dude on what you heard was talking cash shit about y'all. And I'll say it. 
look, if they're gonna shoot somebody, might as well be the first one. Um, <laughs> and then so so like that's kind of a culture aspect. I also kind of want to talk a little bit about the sneaker game right now. And this is Brandon's purview, so I lean on him for this. I am not inspired by nobody's shoes coming in. Like, I find myself more like, give me some white Air Force Ones, black Air Force Ones, some gray leather tennis shoes, and that's all I need. I can't remember a single pair of shoes. I was like, yeah, I got to cop those. I caught my first pair of Vans like last month. You ain't alone in that. It's been basketball suffered. I mean, basketball for two decades easily was the vertical that was leading everything, and everybody kind of like jumped on that. Signature basketball, especially for Nike, was kind of the mecca where everybody was making money. And then around the time, like the dead shoe kind of era, like runners and stuff like that were really having their moment. And basketball started to take the backside to it. And I just feel like generally the industry's never really recovered from that. But also, like, I think people are just over the fact of this, like, feeling of you're not cool if you don't have these five sneakers kind of thing. It, it became less of a representation of one style or taste and more of a, if you know, you know, kind of like cool guy thing. And it's just gotten so obnoxious. I think people have gravitated towards it and the lack of design and innovation, you know, just like technology, like we're at a point with the iPhone where it's just not impressive anymore. It feels like they've kind of hit a wall. Like until they make that chat GPT leap of, design technology whatever it is we're going to be kind of going around in circles where it's like oh well let's leverage this whole technology and and this new design and this story and it's all bullshit it's really terrible product marketing and it's been like that for a few years so you're not alone that's not like the old man take it's just we're not in a great place with kicks right now so what do we do to change it bro like all jokes aside like who is who is a designer? Do they even have a Tinker Hatfield, right? Like the the gentleman who designed the iconic Jordan silhouettes we all know and love. It's there, are, are people coming out of design school saying, I want to design the next sneaker or are we going to keep getting like the big red boot, you know? Which they just throw that from Mark, you know? I don't know the answer to that. If I did, I wouldn't be on this podcast talking to you. I would be in a different lane trying to make this money on that. It's, uh, it's, it's got to be innovation. Like there has to be some new piece of technology, whether, you know, think like a Nike shocks an air max, whatever. It's something that they've evolved old technologies over time and kind of remixed it. And we haven't really had that really new piece. Like even like with this, like zoom cushioning, like the big boost at zoom. All right. Well, you're just taking zoom air and, and combining it with Adidas boost. And that's kind of the new thing that they've been pushing for a while. So like the, the hottest shoe of the last few years has been the Nike Dunk and the Air Jordan 1. These are shoes from 82, 83, 84. Probably the best shoe that they're going to be pushing for the remainder of the year is the Nike Mac Attack, which is a John McEnroe shoe from the 80s. Like, Yo, the writing's on the ugly, wall. I'm going to say them shoes is ugly. I'm going to look them that's up right fine. now, but I'm pretty sure they're ugly. The, the writing's on the wall. Like the retro stuff is just absolutely killing. They can't find that level of innovation again and i don't know what the answer is but until they get somebody that can come in there and do it and it's not just them i mean like adidas outside of the these are the last shoes you tell me these are this is the white they hell no hell (laughs) no this is uglier than them uh new balances them uh them like uh rich paul new balances i told you was trash these are hideous those were trash 
it's just a tough time out there right now. Design-wise, it's lacking innovation. It's lacking creativity. But then on top of that, it's just like, there's so many colorways of so many different shoes. Like, it's just like music. We're being completely bombarded with just way too much content, way too much product. It's so tough for things to stand out. And I mean, honestly, the, the brands that are probably having the busy, biggest success right now are your New Balances, Hoka, brands like that. It's not necessarily Jordan or Nike. I think they reported um, their sales just for this latest quarter, and it was it was pretty underwhelming compared to what they were supposed to be hitting. So, no, man, I mean, for you not like being deep into that, like you have a pretty good read on times are tough in the sneaker industry right now. Yeah, I feel the same way in fashion generally. I mean, you see no innovation, nothing new. You just, and I mean, you even see in fast fashion a price point that is not really indicative of fast fashion. Uh, I've often talked about one of the greatest finesses, boom, finesse of the week, is when companies say they're going green. No company can go green in 2023. First off, you ain't going green unless you're building the shit within a mile radius of where you're selling it. No one's doing that. You're building did it you, and shipping it in. Go did ahead. you see the whole Sheen uh, PR stunt that they just pulled? That everybody's Yo, calling them out on? I read Dude, about that. That, that is wild. Stupid. Tell the people about that's that. Stupid. So Sheen, a uh, fast fashion brand that literally sells like $15 product and releases a million new units every single month, decided to invite a bunch of influencers on uh, factory trips so that they could show people that the conditions were a lot better than everybody was you know, kind of claiming or, or what people are envisioning is going on there. People saw through it immediately, realized it was all staged, that it was completely insincere, and now they're absolutely getting drugged. And it's like, I don't, I would have loved to be sitting in the room where somebody pitched this to them because I'm sure they outsourced their PR to somebody, an agency, like most companies that size do. There's no way anybody in that room could have thought, oh, this is going to work. People are stupid enough to realize that we're, Selling clothes at $15, probably making it at $0.08, cents, and they're going to believe that this is all up to standard and above board, that OSHA could go through here and be like, this is the spot. They get an A-plus rating. Like, yo, brands are just so fucking dumb. Like, People will believe some of the biggest lies because they just have this like naiveness or maybe this overconfidence that they can get away with it. And you know, good for the every brand deserves to go through that. And it's like even like, you know, I've told you I've been listening to this ESPN book, but there was a time where I didn't realize they did uh, outside the lines where they criticized Nike's factories and Nike threatened to pull all their advertising through them. And it, it's just like that just kind of shows you like how this all works, like one hand washes the other. So a lot of these companies don't get called out for this shit. Or like a Tommy Hilfiger is doing a bunch of streetwear collaborations and like, not like that's anything new, but we all remember the sentiment from Tommy Hilfiger in the nineties. But that was false, though. He did, he did go on Oprah and like say that that. Whole... Well, say he went on Oprah and did that, but I mean, he clearly—it's it, not about what was being said; it was about his actions. He never cared about the black community until hip hop became a thing, and that's no, no facts, different than appropriating facts. culture from anything else. So, but True. you're one hundred percent right. That's a good distinguishing difference of if people would have thought that's what I was implying. Yet, yeah, correct, he didn't go on Oprah and say any of that. Yeah, he did go. He was like, "Yeah, I never did that." Uh, what the hell? Uh, long story short, um, fashion sucks, shoes suck. I don't know. I mean, the more I'm just like, "Yo, just give me a black tee." Like I'm going Steve Jobs before people's very eyes. I wear black, white, and gray. That's it. Like Doug, funny. 
Remember the episode of Doug? Remember the episode of Doug when they were like, yo, you dressing like whatever that the, the look is? He's like, no, this is my outfit. I wear yeah. this every day. Like that's that was what classic. I'm well shit. I want to watch Daria, but I think that's on Paramount Plus, and out of spite, I refuse to buy Paramount Plus. It is. So I ain't watching it. Send me the bootleg for that. If you got a bootleg for Daria, hit your boy up. I definitely want to watch it. <laughs> I'm sure uh, you can uh, find a bit for it. Nah, bro, I am not giving my computer HIV. I survived the 2000s. I knew what it was like <laughs> to download all kind of stuff to that Dale. Pops, you listening? That Dale Gateway you got me in college, man, you should have seen all the stuff. I, I was trying to bootleg music. So I p- exposed that computer to every virus known to man just so I can get the new Eminem. I'm not doing that. that I learned from my mistakes. That was the latest book I just finished. It's called uh, How Music became free or how music got free or something along those lines and it it was a great book it, a very easy read it's probably one of the best books i've read in the last year you're serious i gotta look that up book recommendations from brandon everybody how, how music got free by stephen witt amazing book i mean did like it just it takes you through did the you nostalgia. did you read it did you audio it you know i audio it i can't that don't count. that long yeah it does why doesn't it count I don't count you gotta read it take it in like re like here's the thing when you're reading a book if you read a line and you kind of miss it for a second, you have the benefit of going back and rereading it to understand it. If you're listening, well, like, that's oh, it should make sense. Yeah, if I listen to it and I, I need that, then I do this thing where you hit rewind, like you pull back to the part you want to listen to, and no, then I, I make notes in my Apple notes when there's certain quotes that I really like so I can go back to it later. Wow, See, look at that. That's too 2023, much. Jason. That's too much. That's too much, bro. You know what? I want people to know I'm smart because they come to my house. You came over my house, right? You looked up at the TV. What surrounded the TV? You think these books are going to keep you warm? What is that from the Kanye <laughs> skit? <laughs> you think these bro, degrees bro, are going to keep bro, you warm? Bro, we ain't got it, bro. Bro, bro, bro. Ah, man, that was a fun episode. So, yeah, a lot of stuff's going on in the culture right now. A lot of it is nothingness, but we all know in this nothingness, it creates opportunity and inspiration to give us better shoes, better clothes, better music, and maybe better social media or a lack thereof potentially but look sports be back we got more shit to talk about wimbledon's going on brand is not going to watch it college football's heating nope. up brand is not going to watch it training camp starts at the end of the month Brandon's going to get way too excited about people running i'll be there against a- are you really going out training camp no you- not really i mean i was just singing the red man song i'll be oh. there yeah oh yeah yeah so you know all those different things going on. This episode, we just kind of want to take a breath, talk a little about the culture things we be discussing in our normal everyday chat. Um, it's time for me to hop off. I'm hungry. Brandon, what should they do if they... Um, what's the name of the episode for this week? You said something earlier. I forgot what it was. Mac Attack? <laughs> Mac Attack, yeah. Okay, cool. That's the name of the episode. Brandon, what should <laughs> people do if they're trying to get that Mac Attack? It's some ugly-ass shoes, by the way. Each one, reach one, and if you can, teach them. Put your people on so they can put their people on. Also, this is the last episode potentially for um, a 30-year-old, a 30s-year-old Brandon Edlow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be doing more than you're going to be doing. You're probably watching Law and Order on your birthday, eating spumoni. Um, I actually got work. I got a work dinner. I really don't get to celebrate my birthday. Like I, I had vision. I was going to take off this weekend for like a half a week or so and i don't know i was gonna go to like wyoming or something like that but i have mandatory need to be in the office monday tuesday wednesday 
So maybe the weekend after, but I don't know. Maybe I need to grow up, but it just doesn't feel the same when you you can't spend your birthday the way you want to. I feel like that's the one day a year everybody like gets an automatic pass and be able to do whatever they want. I know Mike Greenberg wouldn't agree with me. I don't know if you heard him go off about birthdays last week on his show, but I think everybody's entitled to spend their birthday however they want. Look, the same dude who went off about birthdays took off to Tokyo, posted all about it on Twitter as his co-workers got fired. Yeah, that's our uh, king. That's who we get information from. Put your people on so they can put their people on. We see y'all back again next week. Peace. Peace.